0: Listener
1: production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Wednesday the 23rd of June. Today, we've got a groundbreaking moment in the NFL, what Ben Simmons did to make Magic Johnson sad, and why there are no AFL players left in Sydney. But first... (coughs) The AFL has a little problem. Hey, what seems to be the problem here, gentlemen? The problem? is that the Gold Coast Suns don't seem to be getting any better. That's a really big problem. In their 11th season in the competition, the Suns are still yet to play finals footy, and after their 50-point loss to the Power on the
0: weekend, the dam wall of criticism has finally cracked. And this is not a Stuart Jew attack. This no, is not no. nothing to do with Tony Cochran or what, how hard they're working up there. They're, they're working incredibly hard. But if the only benefit is you double your kick numbers mm. and that sort of stuff, and we don't see anything tangible on the field, there comes a point where you've got to say, is this is this really worth yeah. it? I mean, I'm not, I don't, I'm not a big fan of pushing for the 19th team, but I'll tell you what, the 18th are in a bit of trouble. Kangaroo Premiership
1: player David King on the First Crack podcast, questioning whether the Gold Coast experiment is becoming a waste of time. And if the resources could be better spent elsewhere, like, I don't know, maybe a little island just off the south coast that's mad for the game?
0: I wouldn't be relocating Gold Coast or sending a team away from the Gold Coast. You don't relocate, you shut it down and you start a Tassie team, you give them their own franchise and you let them grow from within. And and let all the people attach. We're not getting that up north. No.
1: And while it's perfectly natural for Victorians to deride teams like the Suns that receive extra assistance from the AFL, It's not so natural for the chairman of the club itself to be so outspokenly critical. If I was allowed to say house on TV, I'd say I was feeling completely and utterly house. Gold Coast Suns chairman Tony Cochran sharing his true feelings about the performance of his club on Fox footies on the couch, as well as the general mood around the club at the moment. If you think there's anybody at the Gold Coast Suns who's enjoying being in the position we're in again at the moment, 16th on the ladder, then... You're on drugs. Look, wild accusations about personal drug use aside. Drugs are bad. The Suns chairman knows that sitting 16th on the ladder with just four wins simply isn't good enough. But the great thing about footy is, there's always next week. Actually who are the Suns playing this week? Join in the
0: chorus, on the ball.
1: Well look, if they can't beat them, I'll pack the team up and fire them to Tassie myself. While the cream of the NRL crop are safely up in Queensland and northern New South Wales preparing for Sunday's State of Origin Game 2, those players still in the Greater Sydney area are set to be housebound once again. All players based uh, in Greater Sydney now going back into Stage 3 biosecurity protocols. That obviously means they can only leave the house for training, uh, exercise or food. Fox Sports' Cody K reporting that the NRL is set to return to Level 3 restrictions in the wake of the growing number of COVID cases in Sydney's eastern suburbs. So, while the league is a hold up at home, the Sydney Swans and GWS Giants were forced to jump a flight to Melbourne last night in anticipation of Victoria shutting its borders to New South Wales.
0: And stay
1: out. The Giants were meant to take on Hawthorne at home this weekend, but instead that game has been moved to the MCG, while the Swans game against Port Adelaide could be moved from the Adelaide Oval to Victoria should the South Australian government tighten their border restrictions. <laughs> Off the back of being knocked out of the NBA playoffs on Monday, Ben Simmons has done the impossible. He's wiped the smile off of Magic Johnson's face.
0: Ben, it's time for a change because he can't recover from this. The locker room won't recover from it.
1: Listen to how sad Magic sounds talking about our man Ben. But unbelievably, Ben's popularity could be about to dip even further. Because reports have emerged that Simmons is set to reject the opportunity to represent his country at the Tokyo Olympics in favour of staying in the US to work on the deficiencies in his game. You make me sad. But Aussie basketball legend Andrew Gaze told SEN's Gary and Tim that there would be no better place for the under pressure Simmons right now than the warm embrace of the Boomers. The greatest education I have is being involved in the Australian team. It is a culture like no others. And when you're in a situation where you're looking for support, you're looking for your teammates to wrap your arms around you, you're looking for a nation to get behind you and show support, there is no greater environment than the Australian Olympic basketball teams. And that's a culture that's been handed down from generation to generation to generation. And regardless of whatever personal situation they have, Paddy Mills, Joe Ingalls, Aaron Baines, all those other players that are involved in the Australian team, they will wrap their arms around Ben Simmons like no other. That is the culture of the boomers. How could anyone say no to that? Gazy's got me wanting to go outside and try and dunk. And I'm so short I have to ask my wife to get things off the top shelf. But while well, Gazy's got me fired up. Andrew Bogart told Fox Sports that if Ben has made up his mind not to play, a sales pitch would be a waste of time.
0: To be blunt, Joe, if you need to be recruited to play for your national team and be umdenard and have a presentation about why you should play, you shouldn't play. That's my opinion on it. What's up, people? I'm Carl Nassib. I'm at my house here in Westchester, Pennsylvania. I'll be
1: honest with you. Before yesterday, I'd never heard the name Carl Nassib. What are you... Man, that's cold. Nassib is a 28-year-old defensive end with the Las Vegas Raiders in the NFL. Throwing it away inside. That's an interception by Nassib. The defensive end comes up with the pick. And yesterday, he made NFL history.
0: I just want to take a quick moment to say that I'm gay. I've been meaning to do this for a while now, but I finally feel comfortable enough to get it off my chest. I really have the best life. I got the best family, friends and job a guy could ask for. Um, I'm a pretty private person, so I hope you guys know that I'm really not doing this for attention. Um, I just think that representation and visibility are so important.
1: Naseb announced via his social media that he is gay, becoming the first ever active NFL player to do so. And following the announcement, the support from the NFL community came from far and wide, including not only his team, the Raiders, but also fellow players such as New York Giants running back Saquon Barkley, Arizona Cardinals defensive end JJ Watt, and the NFL commissioner Roger Goodell. And while Naseb's announcement was probably viewed by many as more than a significant contribution, the man himself wanted to do more.
0: I actually hope that like one day videos like this and the whole coming out process are just not necessary. Um, but until then, you know, I'm going to do my best and do my part to cultivate a culture that's accepting, that's compassionate, and I'm going to start by donating $100,000 to The Trevor Project. They're an incredible organisation. They're the number one suicide prevention service for LGBTQ youth in America, and they're truly doing incredible things. More power to you, Carl. And that is your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for Wednesday the 23rd of
1: June. Don't forget you can follow The Scorecard on Instagram, at the thescorecardau. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow for another hit of The Scorecard. Listener.